Welcome back to another episode of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm your host, Angie Huser. It's time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Then let's get started. Well, welcome everyone. It is great to be back again this week. And as I speak to you, I have begun the holiday unpacking at our house. Um, Since we did move this past summer, every holiday right now is a brand new adventure. One, trying to find everything and where we put it. And two, trying to figure out where to put all the stuff and how it used to fit in our old house doesn't fit necessarily in this house. So I spent yesterday kind of going through things. I am one of those crazy people that, you know, I love Thanksgiving, but I also know that it takes me forever to pack and unpack Christmas stuff. And I don't want to do it for a couple weeks. And we usually travel some during December and when that happens, then I don't get to enjoy it for as long. So we went from being the kind of people that put everything up right after Thanksgiving that weekend to um, pretty much right after Halloween. Now this this year, I waited a whole week after Halloween, but I will have to tell you, we did um, the unpacking yesterday. My house is pretty much all decorated. You can even see some Christmas lights behind me. Um, I just, it's just too nice. And when you live in Arizona, I feel like it's almost like my, like a rain dance. Um, For us, it's more of a a cool down dance. I'm always hoping that um, maybe bringing on the Christmas stuff will also bring on the cooler weather. We are still in the high 70s, mid 80s, um, which is great in this, the shade, but I'll tell you what, that sun is hot. So my Jeep doors are off, my Jeep top is off, and I'm enjoying the weather right now, but looking forward to um, cold midday weather. We have cold nights and cold first thing in the morning. I never know how to dress. As you can see, I'm in long sleeves, but um, I'll have to change because it's going to be too hot for long sleeves here in about an hour. So that being said, um, I wanted to uh, go into this week I had two ideas. The first one was based on the Christmas thing. I was thinking how nice it might be to discuss things that you could do or get for yourself or ask for for Christmas if you're an amputee or um, just things for a wish list on activities that you can do as an amputee that are kind of fun, things that I do. So we'll call it the wish list or the activity wish list. Um, But I think I'm going to do that next week. And I say that because after kind of going through and perusing some of the um, online social groups that I'm with, um, I noticed a clear repetitiveness of a specific topic lately. And it's made me so sad. And I just wanted to address it because as an amputee, Um, I have faced what they're facing, and I understand it. And I have come out, I would say, pretty good on the other side of it. And that is the dismal outlook of this is my life. And I'm, I'm so saddened by the comments that I see 
um, I know their cry for helps. I know that for help, sorry. I know that it's, it's a moment in someone's life, but when you actually reach out to thousands upon thousands of people and complain about your life, about your, where you're at, about the pain you're in, about how things kind of just suck, then I know that you're very serious about where you're at and you're very frustrated at this point. Now, I don't like to go out and, and do that, um, but I do let you guys know because I do try to be as transparent as I possibly can. I do try to let you know when I've had bad days, but not because I want to complain about it, but because to show you that it's real and that um, everything that I do, when you see good things happening or I'm smiling, um, smiling's my favorite, um, I, uh, it's not because everything's just awesome. Uh, sometimes I hide it. Um, sometimes I don't want to talk about it. And then there are other times where I think I need to share it right now in this moment, I'm in an amazing place, but I can say that a couple months ago I wasn't. And there was a moment, a brief moment, but a moment nonetheless, where I thought, oh my gosh, what if I meant to suffer like this? What if this is the new norm for me? What if it doesn't get any better? And I'll tell you what, that is a sobering thought and it is frightening. It, I, I don't know if the word claustrophobic is the right term, but that's how sometimes I feel internally. I feel extremely claustrophobic when I sense that nothing is going right and things are getting worse. And then when you realize that this could be the best it gets, that's a that's a place you don't want to go. That's a really dark section in life, a little dark moment that you don't want to um, entertain. You want to stay away from those thoughts. Um, so I thought I wanted to speak to you more about that today. And we'll get to the um, the fun activities, and I'll even show you on my YouTube channel some of the things that I use um, to make working out fun and challenging for me with my leg on, without my leg on. And um, we'll do that maybe next week or the week after. And I still have my prosthetist assistant who is going to come on and we're going to talk about expectations. So, um, but today let's talk about this. It's, I'm going to call this positivity. It, it is so necessary in everyone's life, not just an amputee's life. People, if you're down and out for any specific reason, and I say this every time, if you have a medical issue, an amputee, uh, a medical issue no one can see, like mine's very visual. So when I get out of my car, people know I have a disability, which I don't like to call a disability because quite frankly, I'm living a great life. Um, I'm living better than I was the years when I was going through knee surgery, that's for sure. But there are other people I've talked to that are really struggling because what they are dealing with is internal pain and it could be mental illness or just an internal um, physical pain or a neurological pain that no one else can see, but it dictates how people feel. You might be going through other problems like relationships, jobs, your children, whatever it is. Everyone has something, and I, I reiterate that almost every time I get on here because I don't want you to think that, well, yes, I do speak, quite frankly, to amputees, 
but but in something in this respect positivity is a human condition that needs to be addressed and we all have moments where we're not positive and or motivated and people want to know how how do you get there and how do you live a life where you're maybe motivated or positive um it can be tough and i can speak from my personal experience that i have been on both ends of the spectrum but i have come out alive so positivity really is a mindset and i think i have a very strong mindset i have a very positive mindset but I also know that a couple months ago, I briefly succumbed to a negativity, um, a defeatist mentality where I thought this doesn't get any better. This could be all I have to deal with. How will I cope? And that, that was kind of the direction I went to was what if this is as good as it gets? And it's possible where you're at, maybe it is as good as it gets. So how do you cope with that? Well, you know, one of the things that I've said lately in the last few podcasts is my biggest thing is when I've been struggling, and like I said, it's been a couple months, I was struggling with my socket fit, I was struggling with just um, banging up my leg and just feeling some nerve pain, and taking off my leg at night, dealing with... um, the vibration and the burning of phantom sensation or phantom pain in my foot that's not there. And I talk about distraction, distraction, distraction. And it's, it's a true thing. Like I I can't even visualize my life if I didn't find something better to do. If I were to sit around and think about my situation, like right now, I have a son in college, a son that's now full-time in high school. I've been homeschooling all their lives pretty much. My husband's at work. It's just me here in this home. And I could easily sit on the couch, put something on TV, and sit there and think about how I can't move like I used to, or I have a lot of pain, or this is driving me nuts. I could eat myself into submission. I could fall asleep, take naps, and try to drown out those moments but I don't I distract by continuing to get up push forward do new activities I find things that make me happy I like to hike so I make sure in the morning when I'm getting ready if I know that this might be a struggling kind of day I put on clothes that let me go out like that I don't change clothes much at all during the day so today I will because I have another activity that I have to go to that's very different but all in all, when I get up in the morning, my hardest decision is, so what do you think you're going to do today? And dress for that. And that is right there for me as an amputee, half the battle. If I dress right off the bat when I get up in the morning for the activities that I could do, and for me that might be hiking or walking, getting on my scooter or exercising in my home, well, if I dress that way, then I'm more apt to go do that. If I get dressed up and look all nice to go out with a girlfriend for lunch or for coffee in the morning, I'm not probably going to come home and go, let's change clothes because I'm trying to pull off over my leg or I have to take my leg off. Depends on what I'm going to put back on. Like in a little bit, I'm going to be putting jeans on. It is not easy to get jeans on with a 90 degree angle on my ankle 
and trying to get it through. So I have boot cut jeans, that helps. But when you get to that section that narrows around the knee, my foot goes in flat and I'm trying to pull through. So that's not always easy. So I try to dress for the success I wanna have that day. Sometimes I don't know and that's okay. Sometimes I'm just in an outfit that I could go and do that, but if errands or um, cleaning up around the house or making dinner ends up taking precedence and I don't get out for my walk or my hike, so be it. It's not a big deal. I, I'm at a point where I don't need to dress a certain way to hit the grocery store or dress a certain way to even meet up with some of my friends because everybody knows me well enough that it's usually ponytail and baseball cap. So, but dressing for success at the beginning of the day will help. And when I say that'll help with your positivity, it's because then you know that there's an opportunity that if something is driving you nuts and all of a sudden you decide, you know what, I just need to get out of the house, you're ready to go. You don't go, oh, great, I got to go change my shoes. Okay, for me, changing my shoes is a big deal because I can barely reach my foot because I can't twist my leg around. So I do dress for success and success to me is being active and going and doing things that I love to do. If I'm dressed that way, I'm ready to go. And you know what? Whenever I've done that, even when I'm hurting, even when I'm not feeling at my best, if I get out and scooter or I, I hike or I go for a walk or I go for a bike ride, when I get home, I feel a thousand times better. And that does help me. That is my distraction. That helps me feel better about myself. Um, and, and you know what? It's good for my health. It's, it's what's keeping me fit and in shape so I don't let myself go. If I were to sit on the couch and feel sorry for myself today because I'm not feeling good, I'm going to end up finding stuff to eat. I know that for me, if I sit around, then I feel like I want to eat. And that is never a good thing because then I can't force myself to get up and, and act, be active. So I don't like just sitting around because it does create stress eating or um, show watching, binging. Um, and I, I just want to stay away from things like that. My positivity also, I can honestly say to you, has come with experience or from experience. For example... When we had kids, when they were little, little, little kids and babies, and there were things that, oh, not getting sleep when they were little infants, and they'd wake up in the middle of the night to eat or whatever, or I could never put them down. My kids were snackers, um, you know, and didn't nap at all. <laughs> like, I never had the joy of my kid getting laid down and I'd get a two-hour break. Never. Neither kid. I thought the first kid was going to be worse because I knew he never napped. I thought the second kid would. He was the same way. And so I got used to that. But I will tell you, there were moments where as a, as a new parent, you'd break down crying because you were so exhausted and so beaten down by no free time or no time to give your arms a break or your mind a break and you were constantly trying to get an infant to eat or sleep or whatever but as time goes by you realize you know what they finally do they finally figure out a pattern they finally get the rest they need and you get the rest you need and then you realize, oh, that was a phase. But the moment you realize that that was a phase, 
a new phase starts and you get the terrible twos or the terrible threes and you get one kid taking and stealing toys from the infant so you know my older son would steal things from my younger one which would make him scream which would put me in the middle of it which would be stressful and then I'd be all stressed about that and then lo and behold that would change and then there'd be a new phase and then a new phase and a new phase well guess what with my medical issues and amputee being an amputee my prosthetic fitting goes through phases this summer during a move i was um, losing weight i was active i was banging the heck out of my leg i was miserable i mean miserable when you're sweating because our temperatures in the summer are 115 your car gets 120 125 130 you're sitting on hot leather seats you're sweating in a really heavy plastic molded socket your leg is getting slick it wants to slip off you're trying to be active but you don't even know what to do with yourself because it's too hot to be active during the day so you wait till night and by nighttime your socket's not fitting at all all you're doing is banging it up there was so much stress involved in that and my prosthetist now that we've moved further north is 45 minutes away so I was waiting for the right time because I know when I go in for a fitting you know you do the first fitting then you come back a couple days later and he has a test socket you take the test socket and a few days later you come back and tell him what feels good what doesn't feel good he makes some adjustments sometimes you take the test socket again you use it a few days you I, I go out I'll hike in it and everything just to wear it down wear my body into it so I know where rubbing happens where bruising happens etc and you go through all this phase so then the next thing you know about three to four weeks later you've been from starting point to final fitting and even after the final fitting there's some things that are just not feeling right and you might go in for a tweak here or there and I knew that I needed a good month of working on that which also then means for a month I'm not feeling great I'm not doing the activities that I want to do or the hitting the level of activities and you really can get down on yourself and you can really start to be upset with life the direction you're taking um, you can really start having pity parties and I will tell you that none of that is healthy for you and I say that now because now I'm in a great place and I didn't have pity parties per se but I did have that moment where I thought what if this is as good as it gets and at, at that moment you almost it takes your breath away it's like getting a gut punch and the reality sets in that you know I've been so positive all these these days all these years now all of a sudden I don't feel so positive anymore and and really there is nothing anyone can do for you you can talk to people yes you can ask for people's opinions yes but when you are alone with yourself and your own thoughts and your own feelings only you can make the changes mentally to to get past and and resurface or rise again to a level of where you're going to feel happy and content and i know that because i've been through several bouts of that it hasn't always been easy would I wish this on anybody? No. I, I wished I had my two legs. Of course I do. But my two legs I had 
were no good. So I had to, to get rid of one so that I could actually live my life and do the things that I wanted to do. With that comes the responsibility that if I'm going to choose to do this to my life, then I need to choose to find positivity. I need to choose an active lifestyle. I need to choose to get up in the morning and do the things I wanted to do. It's all about my choices. It's all about my mentality. But I will tell you that there will come a day where you're going to feel like the world has just caved in on you. And there's feels like nothing, nothing's going to help you. It feels like you can't breathe. It's going to feel like you're suffocating. It's going to feel like you're being held down by a, a greater force and that you may never get up and rise again. But I will tell you that is not true. You will rise again. You will find victory. You will find the mountaintop. You will succeed. But it comes from up here, up in your brain. You've got to be active there. You have to build that muscle just like you would build any other muscle in your body. The more you say positive things, the more you talk positively about your situation, you will then come through that on the other side in a good way, in a positive way. I mean, that's all I can tell you. It is going to happen for all of us, no matter what. You are not always going to be on top living your best life. That's impossible. You can't dictate external forces or how people will treat you when you come into interaction with them at work or in your neighborhood or in the grocery store or wherever you're not going to be able to dictate how your spouse walks in the door from a day of work if it's been a hard day they may take it out on you you don't know if your kid is doing well in school until those grades come out and you can't dictate how they're going to react how you're going to react to their reaction it's just it is what it is no matter what you're going through in life we all get knocked down but we all have the power within us to get back up but it is a choice and some days it's a really hard choice and some days it doesn't feel like a choice it feels like no matter what you do no matter how hard you try to to be better to feel better to look better to act better to think better it seems like there's something that's always trying to knock you down I get it I have friends that are going through one thing after another and I sometimes wonder how they are making it. You know, they rely on a support system of friends and family. But it really does come down to their, their mental game. And having goals set does help that too. Like I said, when I get up in the morning, my goal is always to do something outside and active. You know, I try to get in at 30 to 60 minutes outside doing something active. I like to call it play because I want to be out and playing. You know, I, I get on my running blade and I go out, even if I just jump around outside by my front door or up on the street, you know, it's playing. It's really weird to be on something that's semi like a trampoline for one leg and trying to figure out how to maneuver it and, and, do things with it. Sometimes I turn on loud music and I jump with it and I jump around and, and, and dance to the music, but I allow myself to jump 
and play with it. Sometimes I just grab my scooter and I just try to find some big hills and work really hard to push myself up a hill and then fly down it, you know, within reason and safety, right? Helmet on and all. I like my brains inside my head. So, you know, all that stuff, that's all things that you can be doing and thinking about to help you succeed in life. But I think that the the one thing I'd like everyone to take away is the fact that whatever you are going through, whatever pain you're feeling, real or imagined, it doesn't matter. Pain is pain. We all feel it at some point in time in our lives. It will pass. It will go away. You'll rise another day. You'll smile another day. You'll find happiness another day. It is just a phase. If you can remember that sometimes you just got to ride it like it's riding a wave, right? If you're out there surfing, you can be sitting in still water forever and everything's just nice and easy. Status quo, you're enjoying a nice, easy, lazy kind of life. And then all of a sudden a huge wave comes and it becomes really turbulent. You need to get moving and you got to start moving your body towards um, the shore to pick up that wave. You know what? And sometimes you ride that wave and it is exhilarating and it's exciting and life is just like that. And then you'll tip, you'll crash into that wave, you'll go underwater, the board will hit you in the head and that has happened to me. And you will surface, you'll be gasping for air, and you'll see another wave come right after that one, and it'll take you down. But you know it's a phase. You know you're going to get back up. You're going to catch that air, and you're going to catch a deep breath. You're going to grab your board. You're going to jump on it, and you're going to start paddling back out. Because that's what we do in life, right? We get knocked down. We paddle back out. We get ready for the next wave because we don't want a boring status quo life. But with the highs come the lows, with the positive come the negatives, and every situation that you are put through and put into is to help you build up the strength to handle the next one. You know, I could never understand why I was put into a situation where I had to amputate, where I felt like that that was the only choice I had. I couldn't, I should say, I couldn't understand why each one of my surgeries sucked. Why I would have a surgery, I would suck it up, I'd go to PT, I'd go through PT three days a week, I'd go through the pain of it, I'd go through the tears, I'd go through the heartache of it, only to see me fail after a couple weeks and lose range of motion, find more pain, couldn't straighten my leg, couldn't bend my leg, you know, everything started to go downhill, have another surgery, have everything going well. I mean, it was just, it was a cycle. When it came time for me to decide, and I decided that amputation was probably the best route for me after my blood clot, I looked back on those like six years of surgeries, and I realized that each one of those surgeries and those experiences that I went through And each doctor I met and each physical therapist session I had was building me up and mentally and physically and emotionally to deal with the idea of 
pulling the trigger on amputation. There is no way that after my karate accident in 2013, I would have thought amputation. There's just no way. One, I was not emotionally in that space. But, you know, I hadn't given up hope. You know, I was like, let's try this. Let's try this. And that's what every surgery was. Let's try this. And then I'd learn more about my leg. I'd learn more about anatomy. And I'd try this and try this and try this. There is no way I would have been ready to say I was going to have an amputation. But when it came time for that, I could look back and with full certainty say, this led to this, led to this, then led to this, which then made me emotionally and mentally ready to handle losing a leg. That, I mean, that's huge. I mean, if you were to sit down today and think about having your leg taken, you wouldn't even be able to grasp that concept. I mean, it is so far out of the human mind spectrum that there's no way you could emotionally prepare for it. And that was actually my biggest fear was waking up from surgery and not knowing how I would react. But I do know that my decision didn't come lightly and it sure did come with a lot of experience and me working my way to getting to the point I needed to be. So I went through all those disappointments and now I'm ready to live my life. And each one of those moments was carving out some character for me. I was building character. I was building mental strength. I was building emotional fortitude. All that has then led to a much stronger mindset, a much stronger I can do it attitude. And that's kind of what we need. You know, it doesn't just come overnight. Um, people say, you know, I ask God for patience. And what did he do? He tested me. Well, of course, that's what it is. I actually had that happen to me once. You can't ask to be ready for something without being put through stuff to make you ready for it. another thing. You know, I, there's no way I would be where I'm at today if I hadn't had all those years of trying everything else and building my strength up. So know that when you're facing a hard time, stay positive. When you aren't positive, it's okay. We all have that. I'm not positive every day and nor am I positive every moment of every day. I'm human. I'm not even talking about my leg situation because right now things are good with that. Do I feel it? Yes. Right now I have phantom sensations going through my toes. I've gotten used to ignoring it. It doesn't really hurt. It's just obnoxious. And it's it kind of becomes a little claustrophobic feeling when all you think about is that. So I talk to you. Uh, maybe one of the reasons why I have a podcast is so I can get things like this off my chest. Because the more I talk to you, the more I get understanding of my own, my own strengths and weaknesses. And I actually use the things I talk to you about um, on a day-to-day -day basis. When I have a call to action at the end of my podcasts, I, I do those as well. I do positive self-talk. I make notes for myself, especially, you know, it's a great time to do it when you're in a good place. Give yourself some positive notes because you will go to a bad place. You will go to a negative place. Have those positives set in motion before you get to the negative place. It'll just help you deal with it better. But just know you're not alone. Now, speaking to some people that I 
I, I wouldn't use names because they don't know me and I don't know them. But for the people that I saw writing negatives, just remember it's a phase. Getting a new socket, learning to walk in a new leg, learning the lifestyle of an amputee is hard. Give that to yourself. You are not on an easy path. You're not on a path that the normal human being goes through. But give that to yourself. But don't succumb to it so that it becomes your war cry, that you're always depressed and sad and frustrated and angry and wishing your life was better. If you do that, you will never, ever get out of that cycle. So have the pity party for a moment. Move on. Know that this will pass. Someone was saying that, gosh, you know, I finally wore my leg for three or four hours. It drove me nuts. I took it off and then I had red marks all over my leg. You know what? I had a blister the other day that was honestly the size of a half dollar. I didn't even know it was there until it popped. And I was like, why is my leg all wet? And it, seriously. And then, of course, it ripped open. And then I felt it. So I was putting my socket on, even with a pink blister that had opened up, and I was dealing with it because I knew it was a blister and it would go away. Do you know how I know? Because I've had blisters all my life. Bad shoes, right? You go hiking, you put on a pair of shoes, and they rub your heel raw. I've had blisters from working out on my hands. They hurt like the devil. But you put on a Band-Aid and some Neosporin, you let it heal up, and you move on. You don't sit there and go, oh, no, I have a blister. I'm never going to be able to, to lift again. I'm never going to be able to hike again. No, you move on. You figure things out. But how do you do that? Through experiences. So if you are new with the problems you're facing, if you're a new amputee, I'm trying to tell you this will pass. But stay the course. It takes perseverance. It takes dedication. It takes sometimes sucking it up when you do not want to suck it up. But I guarantee you, if you can, you will come through it on the other side. You'll be a better person for it. You'll be a more positive person for it. And you'll be ready for the next time it happens to you again. Because it will. I'm, I'm riding my wave right now. I'm loving it. I'm literally doing great. I'm walking around my house very normal. I'm watching my gate in windows to see if I'm hobbling or waddling is what I call it. I'm not right now. I'm so, so happy. I'm getting out of my car at a grocery store and I walk normal right off the bat. There was times this summer where I hated seeing myself get out of my car and I would stand for a minute and get myself kind of focused, centered, calm, and maybe let people go in that I thought maybe were watching me because I was so unsure of how my leg was going to feel. So I get it. I have been on both ends of the spectrum from the nasty, oh my gosh, this summer, I'm, this may be as good as it gets. And what if it is to I am riding the wave and I am loving my life. I wouldn't change anything at all. So you can do it. I know you can. Don't give up. Don't, don't succumb to the negative comments in your brain. Find the positive. Just find the positive. I know you can do it. So, like I said a minute ago, I always end my um, podcast with a call to action. 
and and I have used this one many times, but I really think it goes without saying. And if you are new, then you've never heard it. So this is okay. And some of you may not listen all the way to the end and that's okay. But I think the call to action really needs to be two things. One, your mindset is this is just a phase. Repeat that to yourself whenever you are struggling. This is just a phase. This is just a phase. This will pass. Repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. Whenever you are feeling horrible, whenever you are in a position where you don't think you can make it through another painful moment, no matter what you're going through, if it's if it's anything that's medically related especially and you're in pain, please know it will pass. You will figure it out. You have to do some research. You're gonna have to some some struggles, but you are being created to handle more each time you come out on top. You can do this. The other thing I would say is make sure you're being positive. Positivity comes from speaking positively to yourself, giving yourself some grace when grace doesn't feel like you can give it. Knowing that you are being built up for something more and that you are worth it. You are a worthy person and you deserve the best from yourself. You can't give up on you. You are your biggest advocate. You are your biggest fighter. And you are the only one that really knows truly what's going on inside of you and can understand the emotions tacked on to whatever it is you're going through. So don't negate the pain you feel, the struggles you're going through. Learn to deal with them. Learn to accept them for what they are right now, but know that none of this negativity lasts, but you do have to put in the mental work to push past it. So push forward. You are a warrior. I know you are. Like I said at the beginning, let's unleash the warrior within you. You can do this. Find things to keep yourself positive. Get with friends, get out and get active, get some sunshine. Even if it's sitting outside on a beautiful sunny day, do it. But make sure you stay the course and understand that this too shall pass and you will be on to bigger and better things. Some days it'll feel like it's never going to end. Sometimes it's months, months of pain or months of trials. Sometimes you're even going through years but I guarantee you, they will pass. So until next time, please, please, please be healthy, be happy, be you.